This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live. From the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm here with super producer and host Dave Shepard. And thank you to you, everybody listening all over North America. Whether you're on your phone, on the free Odyssey app. Whether you are listening in your vehicle on, I don't know, your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. You could be tuned in. You could be a truck driver. Listening on Sirius XM Channel 158. Thank you so much. Or you could be at home. And if you got a smart speaker at home, just ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. Me, I'm just going to hang out for three hours. My job is ridiculous. They say, hey, show up to the studio and talk about sports and then leave. Get out. And so that's what the hell I do. I get started 10 p.m. Eastern time, 7 p.m. Pacific every single weeknight. If you want to reach out to me, You can. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. All of that stuff at JR Sport Brief. That's one S. Singular, not plural. There's only one, and thank God. Outside of that, if you want to talk to me here, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We opened up the show talking about just money. Money's getting thrown around all over the place. Odell Beckham Jr., he's going to meet with the Dallas Cowboys tomorrow, and I'm sure he's going to get a prorated deal that will pay him approximately $5 million to complete the season. Excuse me, he's meeting with the the Giants. The Dallas Cowboys will be on Monday. Aaron Judge, we found out that the Yankees offered him $300 million. And then we also learned one of the biggest soccer players, footballers ever, Ronaldo, a football team in Saudi Arabia basically said, hey, man, he, take $207 million a season to play football. You heard that correctly. A season, $207 million. That's, that's ridiculous. If you're good at kicking stuff, uh, sign up. I don't know if you're going to get 207 but it's worth a try, I guess. We talked about Lamar Jackson. Unfortunately, he left practice today for the Ravens. With a quadriceps injury, I know he was sick for a couple of weeks, and then he had a hip injury, and then he cursed out a fan on Twitter on Sunday, told him to eat a you-know-what, use your imagination, 
And then uh, speaking of Twitter, we want to talk about this in a few minutes. It's rare that you see two active athletes on Twitter responding to each other or responding to an insult. Or you hear one professional athlete in the same sport insult someone else, let alone a, a former teammate. But that's exactly what happened. And in a few seconds, we're going to talk about Kyler Murray. Lamar Jackson might be able to give him uh, some tips on social media usage. And then before the break, we didn't do it last night, I guess because we don't care enough. Russell Wilson turned 34 years old yesterday. And if you want to know how he was greeted today by the media, they didn't bring him a cake and didn't bring him 34 candles Russell Wilson, the day after his birthday, of which there was a report that half of his teammates showed up. That's a report. I don't know if it's true. They didn't say happy birthday. They asked him this question. There's a loud noise that this year that you're washed up at 34. Do you feel like you're washed up at 34? Uh, I don't even need to respond to, to, to that. I think that uh, at the end of the day, I know, I know who I am as a player. I think that also, too, um, you know, I feel better than ever. I'm getting better mentally and physically every day. Has this affected your confidence? And if so, do you need to get it back? Is this off- How do you get it back with this offense? My confidence never wavers. Uh, yeah, it doesn't waver. I, you know, I, I know how much work I put into it. Uh, I know who I am. I know what I've done. Okay. Happy birthday, man. Anyway, he's getting paid a lot of money. It's all types of cash. $245 million over five years. He didn't get that Deshaun Watson money. $165 million guaranteed. Russell Wilson might not be able to run around the way that he used to, but he's going to get his bread. Man, he probably is going to get a nice piece of Walmart from the ownership now. I don't know. But good for him. Congratulations. That game between the Denver Broncos and the Ravens, it was supposed to be in prime time. It got flexed into the daytime. Ain't nobody trying to see that. It's unfortunate. 855-212-4CBS. As we continue on with the show, you know, every single Wednesday night, I bring you a new top six list. We'll get into that next hour. In, in, in honor of the World Cup, I'm going to give you a top six list. Some of the greatest international sports stars of all time. And so I'll share that list with you next hour. It's impossible to fit everybody into a six. I'm sure I will get callers who say, you forgot this guy. You forgot this guy. No, I considered everybody. But I'll give you the top six next hour. But I I, I do want to go here. I just mentioned to you Russell Wilson's contract. And I talked about Deshaun Watson. I got to remind you people, he's, he's coming back. Deshaun Watson is going to be in action this upcoming Sunday. He will be back he's going to take on the Houston Texans he was able to start practicing on November 14th I mean October 10th he came back and he was able to attend meetings he was fined five million dollars the Browns basically finagled his contract so he isn't fully punished with the money that's going to be coming his way and it's not something that's fully publicized why would anybody do so why would any of the television partners do a whole he's coming back thing? It's a terrible situation. I did see a report that Tony Busby, the lawyer, unfortunately, who represented many of these uh, 
these these women, alleged victims, that some of these women are going to be at the game, that they're getting a suite. They're letting everybody know that you can put the situation via settlement behind you, but we're still going to be there. I think what Deshaun Watson did, and I don't know to what degree he did anything, but he certainly had a massive air in judgment and respect for women. I think that goes without saying. What are they going to do, haunt him in his entire career? They, they took money. Now they're just going to show up and antagonize him? Look, I am not in, in, in favor of anything that he did. I think it's disgusting that the Browns gave this guy a fully guaranteed contract in the amount that they did, the desperate bums that they are. But what are y'all going to do? You're just going to just show up at every game now? If you're going to show up at this game, show up at every game for the rest of his career. If you're going to make a show out of it, make it a show for a good reason. You know, be advocates. Uh, you know, go to the game and then start a, a, a foundation for, for women, unfortunately, who have, have been abused. Do something like that. Let's, let's not make this an unnecessary circus without a goal. I got to look at Deshaun Watson play football just like everybody else. And I know there's some fans who do not give a damn. And there's some fans who go, oh, he deserves a second chance and opportunity. And, yeah, I believe a lot of people deserve a second chance and an opportunity. I'm not mad at the man playing football. I think the punishment is, uh, is kind of light in the ass what he got. The circumstances of how they arrived there was kind of light in the ass. But his punishment is about to be over. He's going to get destroyed in the court of public opinion. And if you're now going to antagonize him by sitting in the stands or in a suite, then at least have more of a goal out of it than just, quote unquote, bringing awareness. And so Deshaun Watson will be on his way back. And uh, it's going to be against his former team, against those Texans. And so let's see how this goes this upcoming Sunday. Someone else in a, in a different situation. In a different mode, bringing attention, Kyler Murray. My God, Kyler Murray and the Cards have had just a, a disaster of a season. And, and, and what else is new? They're led by Cliff Kingsbury. This man can't lead a team. He can't lead a professional team. I know that damn much. And for this season, they're 4-8. and eight. They don't have to worry about a hot start and a cold finish. They're just going to finish poorly. And Cliff Kingsbury, who just got a contract extension, uh, let's be real. He might be uh, one of the first dudes to get the boot as well. And so Brian McFadden and Patrick Peterson, they have a podcast. You know, Patrick Peterson, he used to play, well, he played almost his entire career for the Arizona Cardinals. He built up himself a, a potential Hall of Fame resume there, and now he's on a, a surging team with the Minnesota Vikings and Brian McFadden, a Super Bowl champ with the Pittsburgh Steelers at the cornerback position. These guys are cousins. And so they do a podcast, and I've worked with Brian. He's, he's a damn good guy. We've had him on the show. I've done a radio uh, spots with him in Atlanta. He's a cool dude. I like Brian. He's my main man. They were talking about Kyler Murray. They were talking about this disaster in Arizona. And Patrick Peterson decided to do something that you typically don't hear a hell of a lot of. Someone criticizing 
a former teammate. That teammate, Kyler Murray. They were talking about Cliff Kingsbury. They were talking about management. And then Kyler was brought up. Take a listen. Kyler Murray is talking about, and, and I don't like how he's doing that. I think he should keep some things privately. But it tells me he doesn't care about the head coach, his head coach. And he's putting everything on the head coach, basically saying... Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> That's just a matter of the fact. Wow. Wow. Brian McFadden continued on afterwards, and he pretty much said, well, you played with the man for two years. I don't know the guy. And I'm... I had to draw. I was like, well, did, did Patrick Peterson really say that about Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray didn't waste any time because Kyler Murray answered where? On social media. He didn't put out a video. He tweeted this out. This isn't true. You're on some weird blank, Patrick Peterson. You got my number. If you really felt like this, As a big brother or a mentor, you're supposed to call me and tell me, not drag me so your podcast can grow. Wow. The last time I checked, I did not see any type of response, and I don't expect one, not a public one, not on social media, from Patrick Peterson. And so Kyler Murray... He just, he's an NFL punching bag, isn't he? He's typically out with quad injuries. People talk about him because he's small. He himself got a $230 million contract with $190 million guaranteed. You might also remember before the Arizona Cardinals gave him that deal, they basically said, man, you're going to have to study. We're going to put a clause in your contract that you have to spend X amount of hours studying the playbook. Like, whoa, what type of franchise quarterback gets $230 million and the team has to ask him or or try to incentivize studying? There's so many rumors all over the, I mean, not all over the world, but there are rumors abound about Kyler Murray and his dedication to, to football versus Video games. Call of Duty. Every time a new video game comes out, I I see the memes, I see the tweets. People are saying, watch the Cardinals lose this weekend because, you know, Kyler Murray is playing the latest release. He, He cannot escape this. They eventually took the clause out of his contract because it was a massive distraction. But then Kyler Murray, when when training camp got underway, Kyler Murray stood in front of the media. And he felt insulted that this became such a big deal. He felt disrespected. Listen to this. To think that I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not not have that passion and not not take this serious is is almost, it's disrespectful. And it's almost almost a joke, you know. Um, It's, to me, I'm flattered. You know, I'm, I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not, um, you know, not take it serious. It's, 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 it's disrespectful, I feel like, to my peers, to all the, to all the, the great athletes and great players that are in this league. Um, this game's too hard. 
uh, to, to play the position that I play in this league, um, it's, it's, it's too hard. And, and I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. Oh, man. It, it's not disrespectful to anybody else, man. Nobody cares. People are just looking at you. You know, what What are you doing? Why does there need to be a clause? Why is it even a mention? Kyler Murray is, is he's good. He is. For his size, he's correct. He's good. He can scramble. He can run. I just, I'm uninspired at this point in time. Offensive rookie of the year back in, in, in 2019. There hasn't been a, a massive progression with him as a passer. He can certainly generate yards and get some touchdowns on the ground. I I, I don't know if the Cardinals, I'm, I believe they will, just ultimately regret this. That they said, hey, Cliff Kingsbury, here's an extension. Kyler Murray, here's an extension. Because Kyler Murray, he's missed some games over the past couple of seasons with leg injuries. He is a smaller guy. At five foot ten, playing the quarterback position, he just turned twenty five. Next season, he will be twenty six, and he's going to make a lot of money. He's also probably going to be playing a lot of video games. It's uh, it's an unfortunate situation, and for Patrick Peterson to tell everybody, someone who has Hall of Fame credentials, that a young player, his former teammate doesn't care about anybody but himself. Sure, it's it's one opinion. I have met Patrick Peterson on more than one occasion. He is a good dude. He's a relaxed guy. He's a chill. I don't think there's a reason for Patrick to make up such a thing. And it's also not the first time that we've heard such about Kyler Murray. There comes a point in time where there's smoke, there's fire. The team suggested a clause in his contract that he study. A potential future Hall of Famer says he doesn't care about anybody but himself. Kyler Murray, man, he has to come back whenever he does and get it together. It's not going to be for this season. But I'm just sorry. For the next few seasons, I, I don't know if if, if Kyler Murray is the type of dude to just continually take you to the playoffs and, and put you in a position to potentially win the Super Bowl, I don't think that's who he is. And so his reputation, Kyler Murray, his reputation is just, it's mud right now. It comes across as a, I don't know, a, a lazy quarterback who only cares about himself. This is how he's being painted, a lazy quarterback who only cares about himself and only wants to play video games. That's a that's a tough way to be painted when you're supposed to be the leader and the best player on a team. This is what J.J. Watt went to uh, Arizona and signed up for. I, and I don't think Kyler Murray bounces back from this. I think he is kind of who he is in the league will will accept him as such. A small quarterback who can be absolutely exciting, but is not necessarily going to drive you to just multiple victories and winning seasons. And the Arizona Cardinals, 
They'll probably regret the contract for Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Is, is there any bouncing back for Kyler Murray with this reputation? Is there any way that he can turn things around besides, yes, just winning a Super Bowl, going to the playoffs? We know Arizona's not going this year. I don't think there's a, a, a positive thought that they go next season. It's just looking real bad. What are your thoughts on Kyler Murray? And what do you think about the way Patrick Peterson just made it very clear? Kyler Murray doesn't care about anybody but himself. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Man, first of all, you know, I just want to start off by saying I respect you a lot and I love your show and everything that you do. So just want to say mad love and love everything that you do. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Well, thanks. Everybody needs a little bit of love, even me. I could use some more love. Like, I need more love in my life. I do. 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4CBS do not love me over the phone here Uh, right before we went to break we talked about just Kyler Murray can't catch a break team has a record of 4-8 and him and Cliff Kingsbury they don't seem like they're on the same page at all Kyler is hurt dealing with a leg injury Uh, you know his contract before the season they, they put a clause in there that he needs to study to reach certain incentives. I'm like, whoa, he's always made fun of because he prefers to play video games. So people say he plays more video games than studying his playbook. And even his own former teammate, someone who has Hall of Fame credentials in Patrick Peterson, Patrick Peterson was on his own podcast with Brian McFadden, All Things Covered. And uh, they were talking about Kyler Murray and his own teammate, former teammate, had this to say about Kyler. Kyler Murray is talking about and, and I don't like how he's doing that. I think he should keep some things privately. But it tells me he doesn't care about the head coach, his head coach. And he's putting everything on the head coach, basically saying... Kyler Murray don't care about nobody but Kyler Murray. <laughs> that's just a matter of the fact. That's, that's tough. Kyler Murray went on Twitter to defend himself, uh, basically saying that if you, you being Patrick Peterson were a big brother or a mentor, that you would hit me up privately, you have my phone number, instead of going on social media. It's rare that you see two active players destroy each other like that, let alone a former teammate. And so, man, where there's smoke, there's fire. 855-212-4CBS. Ralph is calling from Miami. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, Jeff. So What's up, Ralph? Hello? Yeah, you're live. Go ahead. Sorry about that. So, I really agree with you. When it comes to Kyler Murray and you think about Russell Wilson, I feel like in, in, a, in a category, they're in the same category. They really do care about themselves because if you look, they're really self-centered. And when it comes to Kyler Murray, the moment something is told about him, he quickly rushed 
to basically defend himself. It's just like really, he's like saying, like you always say, got rabbit, rabbit ears to listen to everything that's going on in the media. Because Russell Wilson has been disappointed because a lot of times he's not doing, I could tell because of the clause that was in his contract, he's not doing what he's supposed to do. And he really cares about himself because if they put a clause in your contract like this, but you're really quite, you're rushed to the social media to make a big deal out of it, that, that proves your, that proves your, yeah. It's selfishness self-centered okay yeah, he's really selfish self-centered because it's in as far as russell wilson so he's a disappointment because at the end of the day you let you sit too jr you're right because there was i was trying to call you last week but like i said your line was busy i really wanted to bring to your attention that he's not doing what he used to do in the football field like run the ball excessively to open his throwing to open his passing game because most of the time that's what used to open his passing game because team were afraid of him running but now he's not doing what he's supposed. Everybody's just pressuring him to throw the ball because they know he's not going to do what he needs to do. Make me even think about the the championship game, the Super Bowl game. He could have won it. Probably he was the one that wanted to throw the ball. He could have at least run run it for the touchdown to himself. But I felt like he wanted to be the superstar, so keep throwing ball so he could have at least a Peyton Manning record or a Tom Brady record. Yeah, and that's well, why I feel that- like. Uh, I'll still pin that more so on, on Pete Cowell, but I, I certainly understand your point, and I agree with you as well on on Kyler Murray. It, it wasn't necessary, and thank you, Ralph, for calling from Miami. I appreciate you. It there was there was nothing necessary, or it wasn't necessary for Kyler Murray to defend himself against Patrick Peterson. He felt obligated to defend himself on Twitter, and that's well within his right. I'm not saying that it's wrong. He has an option or had the option to just ignore it. He had the option to just privately contact Patrick Peterson and, and kind of chime in, but he wanted to let everybody know that, hey, I'm, I'm going to stand up for myself, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's more than one way to skin a cat to, to each his own. And, you know, a matter of fact, I, I just see this roll by the screen here in the studio. Speaking of attention, This was a busy night in the NBA for a variety of reasons. Prince William and Kate are in Boston, or they were in Boston tonight. I think they were in Boston all day. The the Celtics took on the Miami Heat. Of course, the the Celtics blew them out. Final score was uh, 134 to 121. Boston now has a record of 18 and 4. They're playing like the best team in the league because they are. And Miami, they've been floundering this season with a record of 10 and 12. Jason Tatum in front of Prince William and Kate. Hey, Shep, what was her name? Middleton, right? Was that a maiden name? Middleton, right? Correct. Yeah. Jason Tatum in front of royalty. They're royalty, right, Shep? They consider royalty? Yes. Good for them. 49 points. 8 of 12 from downtown, 11 rebounds. Yeah, Tatum right now is the front runner for, for MVP. And why in the hell are Prince William and Kate at a Boston Celtics game? Well, uh, they're doing some type of climate initiative in Boston, and they will be there for three days. And so I assume if you are running into traffic, uh, shout-outs to all my friends listening on WEEI, Uh, You can thank Prince William and Kate. Very interesting that they would show up to see the Boston Celtics. I wonder if they knew what they were watching. 
It's also been reported, and this is kind of difficult to believe, but I, I assume it's true. This is the first time that Prince William and Kate have been in the United States of America in eight years. Who cares, right? It's it's not like they're doing anything for us over here, as far as I know. Anyway, climate change, it's important. You mean the Princess of Wales? Who? Well, I'm just saying, you're saying Kate, you know. It's, it's, I mean, oh, JR, that's I mean, a form? Princess that's of the, Wales. That's a formal name? Yeah. So the one who got kicked out of the, well, the two that got kicked out, what's the little brother's name? Oh, William. that's Harry. And let Harry. me tell you something, JR, I'm so glad you went down this road. What? Have you ever, no, you probably never have, because you, you work all the time, but have you ever seen Suits? The show on, uh, it used to be on USA. No, I've heard of it. It is so good. Uh-oh. It is, it's better. Okay, I take back what I said about you need to watch Friends. You need to watch Suits with Harvey Dexter and Mike Ross. Okay, you remember Chris Rock, the Uh-oh. movie I Think I Love My Wife? I love that movie. Okay, the wife in that, not Carrie Washington. The, the wife is like the main managing partner in Suits. JR, you will be riveted with the pilot episode, You Mark My Words. Okay. You are are so enthusiastic about this. On one hand, I don't want to watch. And then on the other hand, I say I want to see it out of curiosity. The reason I bring it up, Meghan Markle, uh, who who is Harry's wife. Right. She She was was a star in the series. Was she? And she was brilliant. People talk about her like she's a C-list actress. Yeah, they don't know what they're talking about. She is incredible. Incredibly, ta- she's not just a pretty face. She's incredibly talented, and her range as an actress when is uh, cannot the be last, spoke highly enough upon. When is the last time that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been to an NBA game? Never, right? That's a great question. Ma- no, Ma- Megan, no, no, no. Megan uh, would demonstrate her sports knowledge on the show. She has been to NBA games. Maybe oh, yeah. not with Harry, but, but before Harry, she was yes. hunting for somebody, right? Well, well, your words, not mine. Yeah. Yeah, she was hunting for uh, a potential husband, and, and God bless her, she married. He's not a prince, right, is he? Well, he's defunct now. He's out of the kingdom. Yeah, but if he was still here with, with William, would he still be, they both can be princes? Or is yes, it the older he, brother? No, no, he, he is, he's always going to be a prince. He's never going to be in the line of succession. Like, it's going to be William when Prince Charles passes away, and then it's going to be William's son. So Harry will never get the throne unless, unless Prince William steps aside and said, this no longer suits me. That was the case in the early 1900s with one of the – I think it was uh, – oh, man. Uh, it what? doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. Look, he, they, don't, they, they live in Los Angeles now anyway, don't they? Uh, we should ask Oprah. She's too busy. She's uh, interviewing them, every, it seems like, every other month. Yeah, well, I guess there's a there's always a new book and a new story. There's an to open tell. movie coming out, by the way. Not interested. Fair enough. Prince William, that's who it is. Prince William and Meghan, they weren't the only people at an NBA game, where it wasn't the only interesting thing. Devin Booker decided to lose his mind tonight. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns, they took on the Chicago Bulls. They beat them 132 to 113. And Devin Booker just decided to drop 51 points in three quarters. We have seen this man go off in the past 51 points. He was 20 of 25 from the field. He was 6 of 7 from downtown. He is a machine. Human beings aren't supposed to just be that damn good at shooting a basketball. Kudos to Devin Booker. I don't think there was any royalty there to watch him, but... uh. Good for him. Meanwhile, speaking of royalty, I don't know if you consider him to be royalty. The Brooklyn Nets played a basketball game in the Barclays Center in front of the, uh, well, they beat the Wizards. The Nets did 113 to 107. 
uh, Jay-Z was sitting courtside, and I actually watched that game, and there wasn't a minute or second that Jay-Z wasn't on the screen. You would think that he was out there playing. So I guess he's a big shot. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side. Speaking of a big shot, I want to tell you about a big shot that you should probably enjoy before he calls it a career. I'll tell you on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it should be called the Genius Sports Brief Show. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Nah, no thanks. That's uh, it's too much pressure. I ain't no damn genius. I'm just, just a guy hanging out. And a matter of fact, I'm more than a guy just hanging out. When we get to the top of the hour, Oh, yeah, it's, it's Wednesday night. I'm moving you closer to Thursday morning. And so I'm going to bring you a new top six list. That's what we do Wednesday night. It's a Thursday morning. A matter of fact, depending on where you live, in a few minutes, it's going to be December 1st. What a way to usher things in. I'm going to give you a top six list looking at some of the biggest international sports stars that the world has ever seen. And so we'll do that on December 1st. If you're on the East Coast, we'll do that at the top of the hour. Before we get there, speaking of one of the world's biggest stars in the sports space, of course, Tiger Woods is in the news. Tiger Woods had a a press conference this week, and he had the pullout of another tournament, and he let everybody know that he's dealing with a foot issue, no surprise, because of his car accident. And Tiger Woods had a lot to say. He, he kind of went through the gamut about his just what he's capable of physically right now. He talked about live golf again. He talked about his future and, and, and what he has in store. So when you think about one of the greatest golfers of all time, or I would definitely say the most influential of all time. Yes, he doesn't have the majors lead. Jack Nicholas is still there at 18. Tiger Woods has 15. Probably not going to happen as he's just in his late 40s right now. Uh, Tiger Woods is very honest. He doesn't have a damn thing to lose. Uh, basically, if he can't get on the golf course and ride around in the cart, if he has to walk around, it's not gonna it's not gonna be good for him. Uh, he said he knows he is not what he used to be. Take a listen to this. It's just unfortunate I'm not able to do the things that I I feel mentally I can do. The body just kind of rejects it. You know, when I was at home, I was shooting four, five, six, seven under par like it was nothing, but I was in a cart. Now you add in walking, and that that goes away. So I need to get to where I can, that, that point is where I can actually walk around and, and play that way like, like all of you guys can. I just, I'm not able to do that right now. Yeah. Look, he's going to try to, I guess, play in every major and try to wake up one day and, and win it all. It's unlikely. Maybe if he can get healthy, uh, 
just too many surgeries, too many accidents, too many issues. It's not like he's aging backwards. He's going to get older. These issues are going to be worse. He said he had two more surgeries this year. He has plantar fasciitis in his foot. There's there's no way that that gets better when you got to walk on it. it. It doesn't happen. And so Tiger Woods, he talked about his future and when we'll see him and if we see him, and this is what he said. The goal is to play just the major championships and maybe one or two more. That's it. I mean, that's physically, that's all I can do. And I told you that, guys, you know, the beginning of this year, too. I mean, that's, I don't have much left in this leg. So um, gear up for the biggest ones and hopefully, you know, lightning catches in a bottle. And I, I'm up there in contention with a chance to win. And, I rem- and hopefully I remember how to do that. Uh, but, uh, you know, giving myself a chance to get out there again. Uh, I didn't, as I said, I didn't expect to play three majors this year. We were hopefully for just the, the British Open, but I was able to get two more in there. So that was a big positive. Yeah. Well, the Masters is, is coming up, and that'll be the first hit in, in April. And between April and July, let's see if he can, you know, quote-unquote, find lightning in a bottle one out of four times at minimum. It's not getting any better or any more likely as he gets older. He is going to compete with his son, Charlie, in the PNC Championship. That takes place in December 17th. And then a made-for-television event that is just for fun. I don't know how much fun Tiger Woods can be, uh, but that's going to take place on December 10th. Jordan Spieth, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, they're going to compete in the match, and that is basically a a made-for-TV event. So if you enjoy golf, if you enjoy Tiger Woods, I think we all know this, you better soak in as much of him as you can. And and every time he goes out there to play right now, which is just a matter of, is his body going to last? Can he hold up? Can he walk from one hole to another without falling apart or his body, his leg, his feet feeling fatigued? Uh, this car accident, man, we could talk about his back and we could think about painkillers and, and some of the other issues he's dealt with. Man, if if you, you generate the power from your legs, man, and if you don't have that out there, you're you're cooked. You know, we just dealt with this with Serena Williams. And she didn't want to use the word retirement. And Serena didn't want to proclaim that it was absolutely over. But man, I don't, I don't know who has a better shot at, at winning, quote-unquote, one more major. Uh, I, maybe, I don't know. They're both done. Shep, what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, Serena looked good. She, she obviously beat a number two ranked player in the world at the U.S. Open, the number two seed. Um, but... If she played, if she played consistently, she would have the better shot. Just because, of, yeah. just because, logistically speaking, Serena, I don't believe will ever play another Slam. Um, but the thing with Tiger, I mean, you know, when he got his first round in, his first major of the year, he was relatively in contention. But his body just cannot hold up more than eighteen holes these days. It's and Jay, I'm, I'm listening to this. I'm sad, man. Like. This is a like you look at Phil Mickelson. He won at fifty. Jack won at you know forty uh, forty six and you know nineteen eighty six. The Masters. He's not gonna have that chance. He's not gonna have that ride the way the way the others have uh, the other greats of the sport. It's not. I mean, I mean, I mean, damn. I mean, Gary Player was he was really competing in his late fifties. Tom Watson almost won a major at sixty at the British well, in two thousand eight. 
for for all of that, and and you want to talk about longevity, they haven't had the career that he has. Uh, that's I guess that's one way you can look at it. You know, we can we can look at 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 accomplishments and longevity, but when it comes to influence, uh, they don't they don't touch him in that in that regard. They and that don't. wasn't the they don't. that wasn't the only thing, by the way, that 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 Tiger had to say. You want to talk about legacy? He also brought up Live Golf and. We know they're, they're trying to figure out a way where the PGA and Liv can potentially coexist. And Tiger Woods, he had a simple solution for that, and it involves Greg Norman. Greg has to go, first of all, and, and then obviously the litigation against us and then our countersuit against them. Um, those would then have to be at a stay as well. So then, then we can talk. We can all talk freely. Well, tell me how you really feel, Tiger Woods. Again, between Patrick Peterson and Tiger Woods, when you're established at what you do and you reach a certain point, just say what you want. Why not, right? It's tough. I'm waiting on somebody to come through and and eviscerate Russell Wilson. Has anybody beat him up yet, Shep? Any of the ex teammates? Well, Richard. Yeah, Sherman. I was I was about to say. I don't. I I know you. I know you guys have a good relationship, so I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to nah, go yeah. there. He's yeah, no. he's backed he's backed off he's 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 backed off Richard Sherman I feel like of uh, you, Wilson we and, and you know what surprise well not surprisingly he doesn't necessarily bother anybody may not want to talk to everybody uh, Marshawn Lynch he's had plenty of times to I don't want to say throw Russell Wilson under the bus and Marshawn Lynch has declined if anyone has Pete Cow he's done it as I, I was about to say yeah that's, that's a good call. <laughs> Pete Carroll has not been shy over the past, I don't know, since his exit. Even before that, he hasn't been shy in letting everybody know how he feels about uh, Russell Wilson. So I guess there you have it. Pete Carroll, Tiger Woods, <laughs> Patrick Peterson, telling everybody how they really feel about uh, some other big-name athletes. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of big-name athletes, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's going to be time for a new top six list. We're going real big, global, international. The World Cup is going on right now. I'm going to give you a top six list of some of the biggest athletes to ever participate in sports on planet Earth. Don't move. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.